Mind Fitness Method podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping people achieve and maintain healthy habits lifelong. Our focus is on the most important aspect of health and fitness, the mental game. Join me, Dr. Eric Aiken, as I explore topics on motivation, perspective, goal setting, and more. Welcome to the next episode of the Mind Fitness Method podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about not how to not get burned out with your workouts, how to avoid workout burnout. And there is a, a lot of ways to do this. And if you've, you know, one thing to keep in mind is that your exercise life is part of your life. It goes on and on. It's something you're going to be doing week in and week out for the rest of your life, ideally. And things can, you know, we get bored with stuff. And it's just like with relationships, you know, you you have to have certain things that are you can depend on in a relationship. There's actually, I, I love studies about psychology, about relationships, human interaction. And there's a study that shows that you, if you're gonna have a good relationship with someone, you need to be consistent and predictable about 70% of the time. But about 30% of the time, you need to be a little unpredictable. And it can be both in good, sweet, nice ways, or it can be in kind of mischievous, fun, you know, ways. Uh, So it doesn't all have to be totally positive and sweet and sugary. Some of it can be kind of tricky and funny. So, um, so, you know, we have, like I say, we have to have that ritual and routine because that makes us feel normal, feels its familiarity is feels safe, keeps us from being overstressed. But every now and then we got to have a little spice. And that's the way it should be with your, your workouts. So how can you keep the spice and keep avoid the burnout? Here's a few ways. First, change the location. I recommend that you keep both a space in your home or in your neighborhood where you like to exercise, something in your immediate vicinity, but you should also have a a gym membership. Um, And so, you know, it's important to keep a space in your home that you clean like everybody, like every other room in the house and don't hang your clothes and put, you know, junk on your weight rack or your exercise equipment and make it inaccessible. You will not be dedicated to it and you won't use it if you can't get on it or use it. Uh, So whenever you clean the house, you also clean your gym just like everywhere else. You keep it nice and tidy like you would like to have all the other functional parts of your home. That's part of what keeps you kind of dedicated to using it. It keeps it top of mind when you actually go in there and vacuum a little and straighten up. And, you know, when you have a home gym, continuously improve it. You know, uh, add new equipment from time to time. Try new gadgets. You know, the, the new fitness watches and technology that, you know, mobile technology that they have adds a huge dimension of interest to your workouts. I, if you're not using an Apple Watch or a, a Garmin or any of the, you know, technologies that are out there, you know, go get one. Try it out. It it definitely adds uh, a new dimension to it. Try fitness equipment. That some of the newer fitness equipment that is online that is plugged in and is interactive, like the Peloton. Uh, devices, uh, Peloton bike and the Peloton treadmill, seeing those leaderboards. In fact, they're so engaging. You got to be careful, especially if you're over the age of 40. Uh, uh, 
I actually know a doctor who died uh, on his Peloton. Uh, I think it's been about a year ago. He's 50 years old, really in the prime of his career, and just uh, was overdoing it because he was so engaged. He was a very fit guy and was very engaged. And uh, you, you have to kind of temper <laughs> what you're doing uh, on there and re- realize what when enough is enough. Know what your target heart rate should be and don't uh, exceed that. Um, that's how engaging these things are. I, I love the Peloton. I'm not, I don't have a financial relationship to pump this uh, thing, uh, at least not yet. I'd like to have one. Uh, I should have one as much as I talk about it. But it's a great device. It keeps you engaged. And emotion is a good, that's what you need, something that draws you in to your workouts. It keeps the burn burnout from happening. But also have a gym. In addition to having your home space, your home gym, join a formal gym. And if you normally go to a gym, if you're a more social person, you prefer to work out in a gym rather than at home, well, switch the gym. Go to a different gym. There's no, in most places, there's no short shortage of gyms. If you're, you know, if you live in a more rural setting, uh, well, then you just go where you can. Uh, or you can go to your friend's uh, home or gym, <laughs> if that's the case, if there's not a whole lot of uh, commercial gyms around. Uh, switch it up and go to your friend's your friend's home gym instead of your home gym. But there's ways to mix the scene, change the scene. Second way that you can avoid exercise burnout is to do different exercises, obviously. Uh, if you're normally running, then try floor exercise cardio. There's a number of uh, exercise programs for your cardio at some apps on your iPhone that you can try uh, that are incredible. The Daily Burn is one of those. It has literally thousands of workouts of different kinds. They have, uh, I don't know how to say some of these, Tabata, Barre. They have regular hit and hurt workouts. They have just your standard you know, aerobic type exercises. You can filter them according to how long you want to work out, like a 15, 20, 30 minute, 45 minute, how intense they are, whether they're beginning, intermediate, or advanced level, uh, what equipment you're going to be using during the exercise, whether you've got dumbbells or a kettlebell or nothing, body weight, uh, whether it, and then what part of your body it focuses on, upper body, core, legs, whatever. It, it is an incredible app, and it's been around for a while now, so they've got a lot of content. And if you just want to mix it up, do something a little different, there is plenty to find on there. And also, if you find a workout that you like, it kind of saves what you've been doing for the last uh, couple of months, and it's easy to get back to a workout you know, and find it again that you like. Uh, there's another app that I like. It's called Center, C-E-N-T-R. Uh, another app that has a lot of great content, a bunch of different kind of workouts that are filterable and searchable and uh, good stuff. So change up the, the type of exercise you're doing. And if you're cardio heavy, do a little more on the resistance and that sort of thing. That brings me to the next technique here to break up and avoid uh, exercise burnout is shift the focus of your exercise. If you've been focusing on cardio, then focus on resistance. And if you're on mostly on resistance, then focus on some cardio. And then you can focus on different aspects of that. For example, with resistance, you can focus on strength or you can focus on building muscle. And with with cardio, you can focus on 
getting your endurance up or you can focus on you know more intensive uh, high uh, intensity exercise whatever it is that you want to do or, or focus on more aerobic exercise to burn fat but shift the focus of your exercise whether it be exercise uh, whether it be a uh, cardio or resistance next thing to do this is a great one add a friend social social is what makes us happiest in our life once we've already met the basic needs of food and water and protection then it is other people that add the most happiness to our lives so add a friend and you know engage one of your friends that you think has been wanting to get into it or if it's somebody that's already into it and they got a good thing going already give them a call and just tell them what's going on with you that you're getting bored and you're getting burned out and you don't want to distract them with what they're doing but you know i'd like to you'd like to just do some focused workouts with them and you know most of the time someone would be happy to oblige you may also just pick a stranger that you've been seeing repeatedly at uh, the gym if you go to uh, uh, classes at the gym and somebody seems friendly then go ahead and take that initiative step out introduce yourself and see if they want to work out together pick a time next buy an exercise program or course become a bit of a student of exercise there's programs you can get uh, online plenty of them one of them is at Several of them you can find at something called Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Udemy is a website that teaches all kinds of classes, photography and business-related things and, and computer programming, all that. But it also has courses on exercise and nutrition and that sort of thing. Go and take an exercise-type uh, course on Udemy, and you always can learn something new. You know, I've been doing this for a long time now, but I... And I'm even a doctor and have studied this in very uh, technical ways, but yet I still learn something new because the information changes over time. Uh, the, the science of fitness changes over time as we learn more. So there's always something new to learn, a new perspective to get, and it can, you may find some information that you want to experiment with and it can bring your interest back up and avoid the burnout also v shred is another one it's a i see it a lot uh, a lot of commercials on it it looks like they at least in their commercials that they're getting a lot of results for their their uh clients on the exercise side of things you just try it out become see what it has to offer no single course has everything no single course is the ultimate answer but as you take more and more courses over time you accumulate more knowledge and information and you become a more complete uh, person a more complete master of the health and fitness lifestyle so take a course it will add uh, a new dimension of interest for you in your exercise next is to uh, change the workout clothing that you wear, the style of clothing. This is you now. This may sound like hocus pocus, but there's actually some science to this, and it is real. They did a study looking at people to see how their behavior changed when they put them in a doctor's lab coat. There was some kind of a. I don't remember the setting exactly what they were supposed to be doing. I just remember that when they had the subjects in the study put on the lab coat and then they were supposed to interact with other people. They began to adopt the persona of a doctor and they would act more, 
in, in more ways that you would expect a doctor to be acting and talking a bit more formally and trying to use better vocabulary and, and all this and became more deliberate and, and patient with the, the people they were interacting with. And, and it was just, uh, and so the way we dress, uh, when it particularly is characteristic of a role, uh, we, we become that role. We, we become the part that we're, we're wearing. Uh, actors often mention this phenomenon when they are taking on a role in movies and they put on the costume for the, the scene that they're in and they, they f- feel like they're entering the character's body as they put on that, that clothing. So go to the gym or go to the store, uh, whether it's Dick's Sporting Goods or Academy Sports or what, whatever you have there, Models. Uh, sport and fitness, go in and get a new outfit, something that's sharp, and put a little money into it. Again, if you don't, you you are not committed to anything that you don't put your time or your money into. So put a little money into it. Get a, an outfit that's a little sharper. If you've been working out in the same old raggedy shorts and t-shirts and and shoes for a long time, spruce it up, and it may actually add a new dimension of interest as you feel these new clothes on your body, see them on your body. Uh, you begin to take uh, a new persona in your head as you're wearing them. Give it a try. It works. Finally, focus on a different why. There is a lot of touchy-feely kind of stuff about picking your whys and all this, but I want to give you a little bit of technical knowledge on this, a, a bit of you know psychology. When psychologists are talking about your quote-unquote whys, they have some terms that they use there. One is internal motivators versus external motivators. And another is another set of terms is construal level, construal level. There's high-level construal and low-level construal. Now, I don't want to get this to sounding too complex, but just let me explain briefly what that means, high- and low-level construal. If you were in a war, you're fighting in a war, low-level control, your low-level why would be, we have to take this hill. There's a, we're fighting, we're trying to take control of this area, and we need to take this hill because that is an important vantage point, and we can, you know, we can do, you know, uh, we can have a greater uh, tactical position if we get this hill. Now, high-level control would be like, we must defend freedom. We must defend our way of life, our freedom of religion. We must defend our, our families. You know, it's the high-level ideals. You know, we're providing uh, equality for our people, you know, that, that kind of thing. So people are more motivated by the high-level constructs. If you are getting caught up in the minutia of uh low-level constructs, you know, I've got to lose this many pounds. I've got to get in this pair of pants. I've got to get this guy to look at me. <laughs> uh, those are external motivators, and those aren't really as effective. And if you feel like you're getting burned out, go to the ideals. I need to be a better defender for my family. I need to be a provider for my family. And I can do that best if I'm fit, if I'm healthy, if I can live long time to be there for them and, and be there as a counsel to my, my children and my fa- other family members. And to have that mental edge at work and build my career to reach my full potential. These are the high-level constructs. So go to those. Make sure you're, you're uh, engaging those on a regular basis. If you're feeling the burnout, 
in the gym. You know, we are changing the, on a different note, we're changing the uh, style of the Evolve program. I'm going to a subscription base now, something that I think will be a lot more uh, doable for most of you. It's going to be more affordable, something that you can fit into your schedule better as well and still be very effective and have a great experience. We just did a one-year follow-up on our initial clients. They are doing great. The, uh, the vast majority of them have stuck with it and they are still, they have maintained their weight loss and they are loving life. And I would like to offer this to you as well. If you want to check it out, go to www.ericakinmd, that's E-R-I-C-A-K-I-N-M-D.com. Dr. Eric, or that's ericakinmd.com, and you can check out what the program is about, the Evolve program. It is a program about mastering the mental skills that you need in order to maintain regular exercise and controlled healthy eating for the long term. That's where the goods are in exercise. I don't care about helping you lose 15 pounds in six weeks. I want to help you lose 15 or 30 pounds for six years or six decades, however long you can keep it off. So check that out. In the meantime, remember it is your brain that maintains the change.